You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. If you struggle with finishing a workday or week or heck a whole year, feeling like you were so busy and yet what did you actually get done? Or you constantly find yourself scrambling to put out fires or to stay on top of deadlines. Or maybe it's not uncommon for important tasks to fall through the cracks. This episode is about to hopefully change your life forever on all three of those. Let me tell you, my friend, this is like my nerd zone. I am so excited for this episode. It is honestly way overdue. You have been asking for a designated episode on this for quite literally years. If you know me at all, you know that I am a nerd when it comes to productivity and time management. One of the methods that I created for myself to help my naturally not organized brain find clarity, productivity, and peace within my work life was what I call my four system. I've talked about this a good amount on my Instagram and I coach this method with my coaching students all the time. But although I've mentioned it on the podcast and even broken it down a bit on episode 190, which is a Q&A episode, we've never actually dedicated an entire solo show to this system. But today is the day. In today's episode, Lindsay and I give a detailed breakdown of the four list system, how to implement it, including practical examples, plus a few other recommendations on how to organize and systemize your weeks and to-do lists. I am so excited for you to listen to this episode, and I hope this system blesses you and your business immensely. So let's start the NerdFest. Folio Albums is a UK-based album supplier specializing exclusively in fine art printing with sustainability at the core of everything they do. The products are of the highest quality, handcrafted by a highly skilled team in their own Yorkshire workshop. They provide a free album design service and a range of helpful photographers' resources to support your business. Their exceptional client experience team are on hand for any questions or advice. You can even book a free virtual showroom session to check out the products and meet their team. Head over to www.folioalbums.com and use code HEARTHUSTLE40 to receive a 40% discount off a studio sample album. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, Evie's time to shine. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, this is my nerd zone. I'm going to go hard today. I mean, it's not that I don't like do a list system. I do, and I I do a version of what she does, but she just talks about her methods so much and y'all have been asking about <laughs> like you're saying you don't shut up about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, like y'all have been asking for this specific list so I'm here to just sit back and listen not really I'll bring my two cents but I am here to listen to the queen <laughs> give uh-huh. us the breakdown of the four <laughs> list system let's go all right well I want to kind of that leads perfectly I want to start first before I dive into the actual practicals of the four list system I do geek out on this stuff and I have for years but the reason for that might shock you it is not because I'm naturally like extremely organized or extremely structured it's actually the opposite and so my personality and my brain hate structure and organization naturally. Like that's my bent is I love like free flowing freedom. Like don't tie me down. Don't tell me when I have to be somewhere. Don't put to-do lists. Like I don't want to think about that. 
Um, so naturally, as a serial entrepreneur, I discovered really quick in my entrepreneurial journey that life was miserable if I didn't learn how to strengthen that muscle and embrace structure and embrace organization within, especially like my to-dos. So I have spent the last like seven years of my entrepreneurial journey working on this area. And I just want to share, if you relate to me in that, that you feel like you've always felt like structure or to-dos or organization in that sense makes you feel like trapped. I cannot tell you that's what I thought the amount of freedom and peace that I've actually found it brings to my life when I utilize it well and basically use it to work with the way that my brain works is just incredible. So I, that's why I am so passionate about this is why I talk so much about it is because I see it as a constant and ongoing struggle for many entrepreneurs as well, especially those of you who are like me and you just, you aren't naturally, it's not your strength. You weren't like doing the detail-oriented, like organized structural stuff from the time you were little. It's just not your natural go-to. So I hope this is helpful. So one of the biggest systems that I had to learn to embrace was strategic list making. In other words, not just sitting down each day and working on whatever felt good or exciting or was on my whim for that day, only to end up in a pickle after pickle where I was late on deadlines or not actually impacting or moving the bottom line of my business or feeling anxious and behind all the time. If you feel anxious and behind all the time, this type of like structure in your business is going to bring so much clarity and therefore so much peace. So One final thing I want to say before we actually get into the system. I created this for myself uh, over the years. Just what I found created a lot of clarity for my brain. And it works so perfectly for the way that I think and the way that I work. And I have dozens of coaching students who have adopted this exact system and love it. It works perfectly for them too. But I also have dozens of students who have taken the framework and adjusted it for what works really, really well for them and how their brain works. Even like Lindsay, she said she doesn't implement this four list system the exact same way I do. So listen to the system with an open mind, maybe try the full system for a few weeks, see if it works for you, and then adjust accordingly if needed. Add something in, remove something, whatever works for you. My goal in sharing this is to spark inspiration, create clarity, and hopefully get you started on a framework that will bring you so much peace, freedom, joy, and success in your life and business. So that's my rant. I will <laughs> shut up and we will actually get started on this. Is, Lindsay's probably laughing right now. She's like, all right, this is full-blown nerd Abby time. <laughs> no, we're here for it. We, we love nerd Abby. We, okay. we are here for nerd Abby. We are ready to get educated and schooled nerd Abby. Let's go. Or t- teacher Abby. Okay. All right. So let's get started. The first list is what I call my big picture list. So this is the list that kind of contains your big goals for typically like the entire year that almost always have multiple steps or action items under each. So this is also a great place for like numerical goals or business goals for the year, like annual income or your booking or sales goals. Although for me personally, I always have a goal document that is separate that I reference sometimes once a month, depending on like where I'm at, sometimes like once, at least once a quarter throughout the year. So that's like, I don't put as many of my goals on my big picture list, but I know some of my students do. And that's very helpful for them to reference those within the big picture list. But For your big goals, when I say your big goals that have multiple steps or action items under each, this might look like something like rebrand and create a new website or, you know, 
redo the entire website. That has a lot of tasks under it. And that's going to take probably weeks to months to accomplish. So the tasks might be hiring a designer, compiling or taking new photos for your website, writing the web copy or hiring a copywriter, approving you know the copy from the copywriter, creating a launch plan, um, batching blog posts. So there's blog posts up on your new website. Like there are many to-dos under that one big to-do. But that one big to-do is typically directly correlated to a needle moving like impact in your business. Like if you do not have a website at all, getting a website up there is going to be huge for, you know, getting bookings, getting clients, getting sales. Um, so with this, these directly relate to your one, three, or even five-year goals that are actually going to see the consistent growth in your business of what you're working towards. So typically I want to say this with your big picture list, Ideally, you only want to be tackling like one to two of these big things at a time since they all require like a good amount of time and effort. Not that you can't do more in certain seasons, not that there aren't exceptions or times where you're working on a few things at once, but I don't, what I don't want you putting on here, and I'll give examples at the, at the end of what like a, a list from a imaginary entrepreneur would look like. But what I don't want you to start doing is putting like five big to-dos that are going to take months and many different steps to accomplish like that rebrand or the website. And you try to tackle all of them simultaneously and you end up just spreading yourself too thin. So even within this big picture list, you're going to want to prioritize one or two things to start on first and proceed until that whole thing is done and then pick up another from your big picture. Does that all make sense, Lindsay? Yeah, kind of. I, I want to go back to the goals because I as I'm hearing you say this, I don't technically do the big picture list the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. I think I just have like a goals list. Yeah. What would, cause you're saying what I'm hearing you say is like two things should be on the big picture list. Is that correct? No, it can be a bunch of different things that you want to accomplish. Typically it's like for your business as a whole, but oftentimes like, especially as you're grabbing them to put on other lists, you want it to be something that you're trying to accomplish that year or Mm -hmm. it's top priority. So there can be, you know, 10 items on your big picture list, like big things you want to do. You want to develop and launch a new product. You want to create an affiliate program. You want to, um, you know, rebrand your website. You want to uh, build out like a, a client flow within HoneyBook that, you know, you just kind of been scrapping it up until now. Like it can be a bunch of different things. What I say of like one to two is do not, I would encourage, don't try to do all of those at once. Don't be trying to build out the affiliate program while doing a website, while like developing and launching a new product, while like creating, you know, like don't spread your brain so far that you end up feeling like chaos. (laughs) No, that makes, that makes perfect sense. Which I would agree with like you, you just because it's big picture, like even if it is somebody's goal list, Mm -hmm. you're not trying to do every single one of those goals at the same time, probably. Right. Or, or so in your big picture list, do you break down the steps for each big picture item on the big picture list? It depends. If I already have clarity on what that is going to look like, I will, but there's oftentimes that stuff pops up that I didn't think about when I was creating the big picture list. And then those items will go onto my dump list, which is kind of what we go to next. Um, so it just depends on how your brain works. Like for me, for example, literally right now on my big picture list is 
um, I want to upgrade my wedding client experience. It, I want, like, I have a few things I want to add to it. And I knew that I want to create custom welcome packages that are like perfectly branded to me that are very luxury, very high end that reflect like my current luxury high end pricing. I want to update all of my guides. I want to add video welcomes to each of my inquiries. So I send a video out to each one of my clients when they inquire. Um, and there's like a handful of other things. So I knew that those were action items under that when I created that bullet point. So I did put it on my big picture, but there's also ones on here. Like I want to work on a a new preset pack Uh and I did not put all the action items under that, but I will put those on the dump list. No, that makes sense. Because I I guess I would consider like, oh, I want to update my pricing guides. To me, I'm like, oh, well, that could be a big picture item in and of itself. But you put like client revamp or whatever, because Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of things under it that you wanted to do. Yes. That makes perfect sense. And even for like creating presets, I'm like, there's so many different things. I want to, like, I would need to gather photos from friends for mobile presets to test. Mm -hmm. I would need to, you know, determine how many presets I want. I need to tweak them. I need to add a section to my website. I need to create the cart for it. Like there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it. But the big picture item is that I want to launch mobile presets. So that's like... Creating clarity. That that's then what I'm moving on towards. to number two, which I'll share the second list. Do you take the items from your big picture list and move them to that to the next the next list? No, I reference my big picture list when I'm creating each list. Yeah, but where, where do you write down the steps for the big picture list if you didn't write them on the big picture list? Oh, the dump list. Okay, all right. So let's talk about it. Number two. <laughs> All right. The number two list is the dump list. I definitely implement this. I mean, I implement technically versions of all of what Evie does, just not in this exact same way. Um, but this second one is the dump list. Uh, she calls it the parking lot list, or maybe, I don't know. What did you say? Somebody else called it that to me. And I was like, oh, that's cute. It's just gives you the visual of like, it's just Where a bunch ideas of cars, like go to park. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah. Or I just think of it like our brains are sporadic and like, it's like, you know, when you're walking down the street or in your car or you're talking to a friend and any idea pops up in your head for your business, for your life, probably your business. Cause that's kind of what we're talking about here. But like you have that random idea that pops into your head. That's where the dump list comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, you could have this however you want. You can have it on a physical piece of paper, a notes on your phone. Like you could have a journal, you know, I, I think you ever use like a notebook, right? Yeah. I use, I have all of, all four of my lists in one notebook. Got you. And I use specifically for this dump list. I use the notes app on my phone. Um, like a new, like whatever you get it. Um, <laughs> but basically what this is, it's every single thought idea or like should to do like on this list. Um, and it is, you keep adding to it throughout the day at throughout the weeks as you keep thinking of them. So it's continually adding to lists. Whereas like the big picture list is probably something that's like, I mean, yes, you could add to it, but it's, Mm -hmm. this is like continually always being added to it every single day, every single week. Um, And you might be thinking, well, okay, if I'm always adding to this list, how often should I rewrite it? Or how often should I create a new list, especially if it's getting convoluted? Um, And for both Evie and I, something that we do is like, if we're in a big launch season where our dump list is getting like psychotically long or crazy, then maybe that's when you like clarify and like redo it or, or re, you know, turn a new page in the, if you're doing it virtually, you could just start a new note or mm-hmm. turn a new page in your notebook. And um, you carry just to, uh, 
clarification, you carry over, or at least I do, I think Lindsay does yes. too, yeah, yeah, yeah. any incompleted tasks from your previous dump list, you carry that over to the new list. So that it's always right. carrying over. It's just a fresh page without all the cross off right. marks on it. Well, or if like, whether it's a physical piece of paper or if it's like your virtual notes app, like if you've crossed off or checkmarked like, you know, 20 things out of like mm-hmm. 50, maybe that's impressive, but whatever. Um, your, your page is going to be very, very messy if it's physical or if it's virtual, you're going to have to scroll up and yeah. down forever. So in, in that scenario, that's probably when I would, you know, clean it up and be like, Hey, let's start fresh. Or maybe for you, it might work better where every day is a new dump list or every week is a new dump list. Like that's mm-hmm. where I think you get to take this system and kind of have the freedom to figure out your own system and own, you know, ups and downs of how you want to do it. But basically this dump list frees up your mental load so much because I mean, as entrepreneurs, as human beings, honestly, we're, we're living our days and, and we always are getting ideas. We're always creative and we're always just like, Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, I want to do this. Like, or even it could be a simple thing. Like, Oh, I need to, I literally need to do this right now. I need to schedule an eye doctor appointment. Like, and I have not written that on my dump list. That's probably why I haven't done it yet. Um, (laughs) But it's like those things that randomly pop into your brain that you're like, oh, I should do that. I should do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you actually put them on paper or a virtual you know, note, it frees up your mental load. And if you do none other of these lists, I know Evie swears by this one, like you need yes. to do absolutely this one today. Like it's, it's, you need that mental relief to actually just get it out of your brain. Yes. And this is also like, this is your bank of ongoing to-dos in your business. Because the reality is, as entrepreneurs, we always have more to do in our business. Like we always have more tasks, always more things that we can do. There's always more. But it's very easy to feel, like Lindsay was saying, that like we have limited mental capacity and like mental energy each day. And every time, whether you realize it or not, it's like tabs open in our brain. It's taking mental energy from us to try to hold on to and remember all these tasks. It half the time is very subconscious. We don't realize that we're spending that mental energy trying to remember tasks, but we are. The minute you get it down on paper, it not only just releases that mental energy, but it also allows you to make sure you aren't forgetting actual important things that need to be done. So I'm referencing my dump list every single day, which I will get to like now as I get into the last two lists. Um, this You'll see how these all tie together. So the weekly prioritized list is the next list for me. This is where I look at my big picture list, aka the big, like what I call like my rock tasks. Like these are the big rocks, the big things that are like, if I move this, this is going to make a lot of impact in my business. So I'm looking at my big picture list and I'm looking at my dump list, just the random, there's no order to the dump list. It's just any thought or to do or task that has popped into my head that I want to get out of my brain and down onto paper so I don't forget it. I'm referencing both of those. And then I'm referencing my calendar and like my availability, what is upcoming in the week for me. So I typically do this Sunday evenings, uh, sometimes Monday mornings, depending on what my weekend has looked like. And I'm planning out strategically knowing what is urgent for this week. What do I need to get done based off of my dump list, based off of my big picture list, but then also what's my availability for this week. And I think this is key for productivity and like list making for entrepreneurs. We just naturally are like, oh, I'm going to do 150 things on Monday. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to do 125. And then on Wednesday, it's like very easy for us to be like, I have to do all of these things without objectively looking and being like, oh, you know what? I actually have four client sessions this week. 
Or, you know, for Lindsay and I, this week is a prime example. We are batch podcasting all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday. And I'm taking Thursday off for my husband's birthday. So I looked at this week and I was like, you know what? I have very little capacity this week. So my to-do list, like my weekly prioritized list is very minimal because I know I don't have the capacity to sit down and like knock out a million things. So once you've looked at the big picture list, the dump list, and your calendar and availability and assess that objectively, this is where you triage all of your to-dos. And triage, if you aren't familiar with medical term, is basically like assess the most urgent, the most vital, like most necessary or whatever tasks. So your weekly list should typically be either your most urgent or time sensitive and or your most impactful tasks that will really move the needle in your business, which are typically pulled from your big picture list. So ideally, this weekly list should contain three to six deep work tasks. That means tasks that you know will take you 60 to 90 minutes minimum, sit down, uninterrupted, focused work to really like make some headway on and progress, depending on your capacity for that work week, um, three to six. And then maybe if you want to put some like urgent, time-sensitive, more shallow work tasks on this weekly prioritize. So things like, I have to send this wedding gift or this booking gift to this client. Um, it's really not a deep work task. It only takes, you know, 10 or 15 minutes to send or less, but you know, it's time sensitive. You really have to get it out on time. You can mm-hmm. throw that on the weekly prioritize list as well. Does that all make sense, Lindsay? Yeah, no, it does. Well, and I would even add it for me, things that go on my weekly prioritize list, which I don't have a technical, because for this, my version of it is basically me and Andrew sitting down and like our family planner. Mm-hmm. I said that weird, <laughs> but family planner has like an area that it, sa- it says dump list, but it's basically like our prioritized list for each week as a family. Yeah. Um, and so I, I technically have that as the family to do's. And then I guess I, I, you're right. I do have one that's like just for my business, like specifically. Um, but I would say sometimes depending on like who you are, you, you could have just business stuff in the weekly list, or you could also include uh, like life things. Like, like I just said, I need to make an appointment with an eye doctor and that is a deep work task. That's literally just like call them. Um, mm-hmm. but I need to do it at a time limit cause I'm out of contacts is, is a problem really. Cause I keep pushing <laughs> it off. Um, and so I need to do that. So like, that's something for me that I would put deep work or shallow work on the weekly prioritized ta- prioritized list based on, you know, when it needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. Hello. I wanted to interrupt this episode really quick to remind you that we have an apparel shop with heart-filled pieces. (laughs) See what we did there? (laughs) That we have designed with you in mind. In the shop, we've got t-shirts, crop tops, sweatshirts, mugs, hats, and more all created with comfy and cute designs that you can rock in your everyday life. This collection is for you if you love the show and want to share it with your friends in a cool way, or if you want to wear something cute as heck that was intentionally designed with powerful phrases to remind you that you can do it. You were made to be a world changer and that the Lord created you wildly capable of big freaking things. Now, Obvi, this is a podcast and we can't show you how cute as heck these pieces are on the show. So run, don't walk to the heart shop to check out our apparel and more. You can head to www.theheartuniversity.com forward slash apparel to grab your favorite pieces today. Calling all entrepreneurs. If you are ready for a business boost in 2023, if you're tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure this entrepreneur thing out by yourself, then fabulous, we have your solution. We are hosting our second in-person business conference in Dallas, Texas from October 10th through 12th, 
2023. And let me just say that this is not your traditional boring corporate conference either. Like, do you know Evie and I? Yes. The Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business, all while having the best freaking time of your life. Get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. Our speaker lineup includes Lorianne Kuntz, Natalie Frank, Shay Cochran, Jai Long, Lindsay, and myself. And our keynote speaker is Amy freaking Borderfield. Just, I'm just going to pause to have our collective jaws drop for that moment. Okay. Basically, are you ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because that is what this event will be. It is time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could have ever imagined. Get paid to do what you love. Speak with the heart of your ideal client. Nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud and connect with community of like-minded entrepreneur besties. Receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education. Dance your pants off at our heart dance party and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. (sighs) Yeah, it's a lot. That took a lot to say. It's just three days, but it's going to be packed full of so much goodness. Yes, if you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2023 and lead in your business empowered, then come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. All right, the last one is the daily list. Did you get it? We're, we're working down to, you know, okay, you get it. Um, <laughs> we started big picture and then we went to dump and now we went to weekly and now the daily. Daily is basically where you take your weekly tasks and you kind of look at, okay, what needs to get done you know, today. Um, and you're kind of referencing all three of the above lists to create that daily to-do list. Um, and so basically what this is, is it should contain one to two deep work tasks. And basically that means big needle moving things in your business. And then three to four shallow tasks, which are daily repetitive tasks or smaller things that you can do with less time or focus than the big tasks require. Like I said, you know, calling, it doesn't have to be the eye doctor. I just keep bringing that up because my (laughs) contacts are literally bothering me right now. (laughs) But I would say if you accomplish your full daily list and have more time and capacity, then grab a few things that you plan for later in the week and knock them out. Like that's the beauty of entrepreneurship is we have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. Or you could totally just be like, great, cool. Going to the beach, going to the park. Like that's up to you as an entrepreneur based on how you're feeling that day or whatever. But when it's scheduled out like that, then like you have the freedom to make that decision and be organized. And you're not just approaching all the tasks that are swarming around in your mind for your business and being like, "Mm, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Let's try this. Mm -hmm. Like when you're using this four list system, you're actually, you're methodically moving towards your goals and you're breaking down bigger goals and bigger to do's into bite-sized tasks into a daily formation so that you're actually, you know, moving forward with purpose Mm -hmm. and your mental capacity is free to give your creative brain all the juices that it needs. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think Evie is going to break down an example Now that we've kind of broken down the four actual lists, she's got examples for you. I got this. One thing I want to throw out there is like Lindsay was saying, the beauty of these lists is you do it. You are being very strategic with what you're working on, when and how, and what that creates. And what I found for myself is that creates so much like mental and emotional freedom to be able to take time off. You know, I will take entire days off of work because I know without guilt, without stress, because I know that I am approaching my business with 
the intention and the clarity to know that like nothing's getting lost in the sauce. Nothing's getting, you know, falling through the cracks. Nothing, no fires are going to explode. Hopefully, unless, you know, new things happen, but no fires are going to explode from my current to-do list because I am looking at everything in my business intentionally every single day, every single week, every single quarter. So it creates this like freedom to be like, okay, yes, I might be done at one o'clock because I finished everything on my list, but I did the most important things that are actually going to continue to push me towards my goal. I would rather work till one o'clock on the right things, strategic like tasks, than to work on, you know, till midnight on a bunch of random stuff that realistically doesn't even impact my business and I'm doing it on a whim. So that's something that I found like for me was huge and, and really made a huge shift in my productivity, in my mental health around my business, all of it. So now let's dive into the example list. So I went for a photographer example, just because that is my bread and butter and a lot of who I coach too. And I just felt like everyone could kind of relate to this. It does not even have to be a photographer. It A lot can apply otherwise. Anyways, an example of a few items on the big picture list. I honestly just put three, but like I said, you can have you know 10 different items on the big picture list if you want. But the first item is the rebrand and the new website that we talked about. The second item is to add a print sale sequence to your client experience. And the third one is begin utilizing Pinterest marketing. So under each of those, you can see there's multiple. Like we talked about the steps under the rebrand and the new website. A print sale sequence. There's multiple steps under that and really getting that implemented. Writing emails, setting it up within PickTime, choosing your print if you're going with a, a local print shop, whatever. You know, determining your prices. There's a lot. Uh, utilizing Pinterest marketing. There's a lot of individual steps that go under that as well. But those are the big picture tasks that you know are going to move the needle in your business. The next one, dump lists. Let's use some examples. Number one, respond to Jane. So this is probably like a client question or something. Set up an Amazon affiliate account. Edit Sarah and Mark's gallery. Find a designer for the web redesign. Look into... And that's an example of like where one to do from the big picture... I'm like, okay, that's that's the first step. I'm going to put that on my dump list and I'm going to pull that off my dump list on my weekly, which I'll get to in a second. So find a designer for the web redesign. Look into submitting blank wedding for publication. Update Instagram highlights and set up pick time print sale sequence, which you'll notice the find designer is the first step in the web redesign and set up print uh, pick time print sale sequence is a big step, but one step in the print sale, big picture. The weekly prioritized list. So these are just examples. These lists typically are much longer, especially the dump list as you can add to it throughout the day. The weekly prioritized list. Remember, three to five items. It depends on how much you're working, what your capacity is that week. But this example, I gave four. Number one, research designers, web designers, and reach out to two to three if you don't already have someone. If you do, reach out to that one designer. Edit Sarah and Mark Gallery. Number three, do initial research on pick time print sale sequences, probably watching YouTube videos, getting some info on like the back end of pick time, what that looks like if you haven't set it up. And then number four, batch Instagram posts for two weeks. So then that's your weekly priorities. Those are your fit big four needle moving tasks. As I go to create my daily list, I'll be referencing all three of those lists. And my daily list might look like Monday, research designers and reach out to two to three. Respond to Jane and all client emails. And then post to Instagram stories and post to Instagram feed. You'll notice there's one deep work task. Reach it, researching the designers and reaching out to two to three. 
And then from there, there's like three shallow work. So responding to emails, which can take some time, but it doesn't require the same amount of intention and focus as it would for editing a gallery, which is on Tuesday. And then posting Instagram are some shallow work tasks as well. Tuesday, editing Sarah and Mark's gallery. That's your deep work task. And then the three are respond to all client emails, post Instagram and send X client gift. Wednesday, batch Instagram posts for two weeks, emails, IG posts, and having a designer consult meeting that you scheduled after reaching out to them on Monday. And then it goes on throughout the week. So that is an example. You want one, maybe two deep work tasks per day, and then three to four shallow tasks, which often looks like emails. If you're trying to be consistent on Instagram, Instagram posting, like Lindsay's saying, scheduling, you know, uh, an appointment or maybe, you know, you have to respond to like a friend's text. Sometimes I'll throw that on there that I, I need to approve something for a friend or an employee or something like that. But that's an example of like all four lists actually implemented. Does, do you have any questions on that, Lindsay? Did that, I make that all clear? No, that was beautiful. That was okay. so beautiful. It was magical. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little dramatic things. <laughs> no, but like, I think that gave people a really great visual of how to like write that down. And if you mm-hmm. want a visual with this, um, just click on the show notes to our blog for every single podcast episode that we do. We have a blog that kind of transcribes this episode so mm-hmm. that I, I think this written out is also like, I'm looking at the written version of what Evie wrote on this outline, but you, you'll see that on the blog post as well. Um, yeah. and I think that might just be a visual helpful reminder for people Yes, as, as you're talking. And as of right now, I actually do need to update my Instagram highlights. But as of right now, I have an Instagram highlight on my page. I believe it's called productivity. And I walk you through this four list system a little less in depth, but like I walk you through it, including showing photos of my actual lists. So if you Mm want to see it like written in my notebooks and what that looks like, you can go look at that highlight as well if you're a visual person. Awesome. All right. And wrapping up this episode, something that I wanted to say this entire system that Evie does and that you can now implement with your system or, you know, do it however you want. It has to, you have to sit down and actually regularly review it. Um, and I recommend doing that every week. Um, obviously like depending on like the dump list, you know, you do it every day or, you know, your, your daily list, you do it every day, but specifically the weekly, um, which you're referencing the big picture and then, you know, any life things that are happening, you need to do that weekly. And so for me, I said this earlier, but me and Andrew sit down every Sunday and we fill out like a family planner that basically kind of does a format of this for the week. And then that's where I would take like our family to do's into my like weekly business to do's and daily um, business to do's from that. And so regardless of if you have a family and you're doing it like that, or if you're just still doing it by yourself, you still need to have a weekly planning meeting for yourself or in your business in general to make this work because you can't, you know, write these lists haphazardly. Like it has to have some sort of flow where you're looking and reviewing and actually making a game plan and putting them on the lists, you know, mm-hmm. to go throughout your day. Um, and I recommend on Sunday, but you know, you always could do the weekly on Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I like doing the weekly on Sunday. That way every day you're doing the daily, like you're reviewing your weekly and then you're doing it daily. I don't know. Is that what you do, Evie? Yeah, I prefer Sunday evening, but there are definitely times where I'll be like totally off on Sunday. We're traveling or something and I'll do it Monday morning. So I don't think it matters a ton. I think yeah, it gives totally. it gives a like faster start to my Monday to be able to do it on Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I can just dive straight in versus having to do the planning. But yeah, and one other thing I want to say, I have done like weekly planning meetings when I was single as a Pringle, like 
And now that we're married, I incorporate like Land and I do them together. Um, so it doesn't matter, you know, whether you have a family or not, you still need to sit down, assess your calendar, look at your, you know, remind yourself of your big picture list. You can look at your goals if you have a separate, you know, document or journal entry or whatever for that, and then create your weekly list. And then I sometimes will draft out what I think my daily list is going to look like each week. But then also, I want to say this, this is one of the things that I think is so different person to person and just find what works for you is what to do with your personal to-dos. Like Lindsay's mentioning, she tends to put them on her business like to-dos, like on her work lists. I sometimes do, especially if it's something that's like very time sensitive. I cannot forget it. I want to make sure I'm seeing it like every morning when I'm looking at my to-do list. But I also have entire like this four list system for my personal life as well. And I will, you know, I'll have something like for the week. It's like I have my business weekly list and then I have my personal weekly list. And my business weekly list is just work stuff. And then on my personal, it'll be like, you know, meal plan, grocery shop, meal prep, um, you know, deep clean the bathroom, uh, you know, order that new mattress for the guest room or like whatever. And I just have like a dump list for my personal and a dump list for my business. I tend, like sometimes they overlap, so it's not super black and white, but I know some people who like really like to keep their personal separate from their business and others like Lindsay who really enjoy like combining the two pretty much full force. I kind of do a combo of both. So that's one of those things that's like, find what Mm -hmm. works for you, do whatever works best. I like a running dump list of just my house stuff. And I can, once I'm done with work, I like go to my house, like home list. And I'm like, all right, what's next? (laughs) Well, if you can't tell, routines are huge in this conversation. Um, and we've actually had a lot of past episodes on either routines or productivity or time management. Like we jam out on those topics a lot on this show. So I'm going to drop some numbers of past episodes that if you haven't listened to these specifically, or even if you have and you want to go back and review because like, amen, like we can all just need some refresher. I, that sentence didn't make grammatical sense, but you get what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> go listen to episodes 22, 78, 84, 86, 125, 217, 233, 251, 303, and 312. Just to name a few. Like I said, we jam out hard on productivity and time management and all of the all of the things. Um, and then I will end by saying a lot of where like both Evie and I get kind of our productivity tips and things is reading books. And some of our favorites on this topic are Deep Work by Cal Newport. He's been on the show. I don't know what episode he is, but he's one of the ones that I just said, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> Atomic Habits by James Clear. We need to get him on the show. I know. Gonna- I was actually thinking that today. <laughs> Just gonna, just, I don't believe in manifesting in the way that the world does, but I'm just gonna speak that into existence. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. We're gonna, we're gonna get him on the show eventually. Yes, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Essentialism, (laughs) Essentialism by Greg. Oh, wow. How do you say his? I think it's McCone. Okay, we're gonna go with that. McCone and The E Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber. Those books are all incredible. Evie and I have read all of them and highly, highly, highly recommend them. Yes. Okay, friends. I hope this was fun. I hope you uh, survived my nerd out session. <laughs> you are always, always welcome to send me a DM. If you have questions on like my four list system and implementing it, feel free to just slide in my inbox. I'm sure Lindsay's too. Lindsay is also a lover of productivity. I'm just a little more psycho about it. Um, and uh, this is, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say this. 
I do a lot of one-on-one coaching, including a lot of time management, productivity, creating systems for mentees. I know Lindsay does as well. So if you guys are feeling after listening to this episode, you're like, this sounds like a great system. I need accountability. I need help. I need somebody to look at my business to help me you know, know what is the most important. What are the needle moving tasks? How can I improve my business? How can I reach my goals? I don't even know that. And therefore the list feels overwhelming. We are always here. If you ever want one-on-one coaching with either of us, we'll put the links for that in the show notes as well. Amen. Well, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Hope this episode blew your mind. If it did, please share it, screenshot it on Instagram. Let us know by leaving a five-star review. That would be rad if you did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) I like choked on my air. Just like saying that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a humbling moment. (laughs) I was really just passionate. Um, Or come join the Heart Nuzzle Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. We love jamming out with you in there. And as always, we will see you on the next episode. 